Hey there, dragons. Welcome to another episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This episode is with Sarah Fortin. Sarah is the author of the Team Awkward MILF blog, where she recently began writing about her fitness journey. At the time we recorded this, she was in the process of launching her own podcast uh, with the Brown Betty blog, and I really need to find out if that actually happened or what's going on with that. This is a really powerful, amazing conversation. Work out, nerd out. In the basement, rolling dice. Rolling dice. I'm a wizard. wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind. In my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. All right, Sarah Fortin. Hello, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you for asking. So everybody already knows a little bit about you because I gave them a brief synopsis of who you are, but just so they can get a little bit better of an idea, tell us a little bit more about yourself uh, and what you're all about. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess my... Uh... The, the biggest thing about me is that I really enjoy writing, and um, in my field of marketing communications, I, I get to practice that a little bit, but um, that's my that's my biggest hobby, and um, so I decided to go ahead and write a little bit about my fitness journey. Um, I've always been athletic, so uh, but it's been a very tumultuous journey for me, so I thought I would see if anyone resonated with some of the experiences I've had and um, so that's that's what brought me here today excellent I love it uh, real quick before we get into some of the other questions I just wanted to know what is the story behind the name of your blog team awkward milf <laughs> it's more of a joke really <laughs> I hope that that's obvious to most people <laughs> but um, I'm not I'm not sure if it is. But uh, the story behind it is uh, I just have this group of friends who we all kind of are these awkward people. Some of us would describe ourselves as nerds or what have you. Um, moms, not moms, dads. It just um, It runs the gamut of people, but we're all just kind of nerdy and awkward. And um, we kind of use the term MILF uh, jokingly. Um like we gotta get our milf on when we go work on our fitness, you know. <laughs> so, so that's it. And so I just the blog was kind of uh, to represent them as well as my team, um, the team behind me and I love my it. fitness. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I love it. That's awesome. I don't know if it sounds super uh, arrogant, and I guess if it does, then, um, then you know people are just gonna have to not like it but no not at all not at all <laughs> okay so starting off on a little bit lighter of a topic before we get into some of the deeper stuff um who is your favorite fictional hero or superhero and why okay i gave us a lot of thought i'm gonna have to go with harry potter harry potter okay <laughs> yep um i love harry potter uh, just the books in general, but as a character, 
I, I like him because he really has no freaking clue what he's doing. And he has, no, <laughs> he has no real belief that he can do anything or is better than anybody else. I like that um, humility in him. But he also can't really do crap without any of his friends. Uh, I think the only reason he ever ended up alive was because of Hermione. That's obvious. But... Um, He's just got this very unassuming role and in character, but at the same time, only he can fulfill his purpose. And I think that that is um, something that I have really absorbed into my own philosophy is each one of us is here to do something very specific that only we can do. And we have a purpose that we each need to live out and we can't make it through alone. Um, and if you, you know, get too full of yourself, you're probably going to really uh, trip up and and end up not really fulfilling the purpose that you were meant to <clears throat> to do while you're here. So I think that I kind of resonate with some of his. He's a totally awkward guy. Think if you think about it. Yeah. Um, I think that Harry would be part of my team, Team Awkward <laughs> Mel. So. <laughs> anyway, so that's who. That's my probably my favorite. That's. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So here at Dumbbells and Dragons, we are all about getting people started, fulfilling it is whatever they want to fulfill. And to do that, we like sharing people's experiences. So where did you get your start towards being fit, working out, living a healthy lifestyle? Um, um, I've always been in sports as a kid, um, always enjoyed it. Volleyball was probably my biggest one that I got into, but I enjoyed basketball and everything like that. And I'm not I'm not a very skilled athlete at all. I was maybe mediocre at best, but I um, I always enjoy it and I always knew it was good for me. I've encountered the the same um, eating disorder type things that most women and a lot of men go through in America and um, my efforts to overcome those have kind of forced me into a world of fitness and just a, a lot of knowledge about fitness. And so, um, I've always enjoyed intramurals and things like that as an adult. So, um, it's just always been part of my life. I've just enjoyed it. Okay. Excellent. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, myself included, have experienced failure along our way and sometimes it's a little bit more difficult for us to keep going so when in your life did you experience failure or if there was a time where you just wanted to give up um, tell us about that experience okay um I think I'd have to to say I don't I don't believe in failure um and so I don't know if maybe Maybe you're talking about something else or hitting rock bottom or your expectations not being met. But um, uh, one of the things I had to really come to grips with um, to overcome an eating disorder and hatred of my body and it, it all wraps into my fitness life um, is the myth of failure. I don't think we can fail. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I don't think that any of us can ever do it perfectly. And so the, the idea that failure and perfection 
are even a reality is what it, it's something that is going to really trip up a lot of people. Just to put that out there, if there was a time that I felt like I hit rock bottom and thought, okay, something's got to change or else um, I will continue on a path to self-destruction, um, it would probably be it would probably be about two months ago when I realized I was killing myself with alcohol. And that was, that was, uh, it, it was a big moment where I had to make a choice to either, um, to change the direct, the trajectory of my path with what I consumed and what it was doing to my mind or continue down the same path that I was going. Um, and, but even then, I don't know if, if you would call that failure. Um, it probably sent me back about 30 pounds in the past year, but um, we're going to turn that around too. So even that's, it's just part of my journey. Um, but I don't know that I would call it failure. Okay. So hopefully I've answered your question. Well, yeah, but failure is more user defined. Everyone defines failure yeah. in a different way. And, yeah. you know, I personally think, uh, failure does not necessarily mean defeat. You, when you hit rock bottom, what changes did you make? How did you get from there to where you are now? What were some of the steps that you took? I told some people. I told some people that I was having a struggle. And I think that that uh, support, um, when I felt very vulnerable and very powerless, was extremely um, necessary. The next day, I just I stopped drinking. I didn't touch it. I drank a, a lot of water, and I experienced a great amount of anxiety over the next few days um, because what I would do is drink to calm my mind at the end of the day. That was hard to figure out how to really have peace and calm at the end of the day. I, it forced me, actually, to work out every night. I needed those endorphins to just bring me down. And so I immediately started dropping weight. I, <laughs> it's just amazing what, you know, getting clean will, will do to something, somebody. So just getting that support network, uh, any kind of AA, there's OA for people with the, uh, overeating addictions, things like that. Uh, trying to figure out why I would want to drink every night and then, going through the the work of addressing those issues outside of booze. So those were some of the big steps. Um, but I would say every day I have to, it, it comes back down to a choice and I have to decide if I'm going to act in such a way that is loving to myself or in such a way that is destructive to myself. It comes down to that question Absolutely. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you already said that you noticed some, some yourself dropping a little bit of weight in the past mm -hmm. two months. What other, what other sort of successes have you had since you made that change in the last two months? And what do you measure success by? So a really good question. I don't measure success by weight loss. I feel much more comfortable in my skin, but the biggest thing is I've never, I, I haven't felt the peace of mind that I feel in a really, really long time. I um, have been on a, a basically a three-year journey of a lot of family crisis and crisis with my kids that probably initiated the drinking to begin with. 
or the abuse of alcohol to begin with. And so I never really had peace of mind. I was just kind of numbing out pain and numbing um, anxiety and anything that that a person just thinks about. Now that I'm not doing that and just really facing <laughs> facing the shit in my life, I feel a lot of peace. There's something really rewarding about just facing the music, working through it. And uh, so that's been extremely rewarding. Excellent. I recommend <laughs> That's awesome. That's just like not dealing with any shit, just facing it head on, yeah. you know, not making excuses, just bam, mm-hmm. there it is. I'm going to deal with you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, now do you have a favorite mantra or motto that you can share yeah i've got quite a few but if there's one i would pass on it is um it was by a journalist named let's see here i recite it to myself every day it is by mignon mclaughlin the only courage that matters is the kind that gets you from one moment to the next i would say I recite that to myself at work, uh, <laughs> my kids sometimes, because they make you crazy. But definitely when I'm running, because I, I mean, I love to run, but I suck at it, you know. And just anything that will help me see that this is not just a big picture, but this is step by step and moment to moment, day by day. I love that. It's That's a mantra that I, I use a lot. So. Excellent. I love that. What gets you up in the morning? What really drives you to wake up and tackle each new day? That was a harder one for me. I I would probably have to say just the idea of my kids crying because I can't take care of them. That When rubber hits the road, when I've had a hard time getting out of bed because of depression or what have you, it was the thought of my kids crying because mommy couldn't handle life that that's that that got my butt out of bed and it's like you know if i can't handle life i need to figure out how to handle life so that would be it i don't know i mean I'm, i'm interested to know what other people how other people answer that because it it to me that's kind of extreme it's like that's what it takes to get a person out of bed i you know, and I think it maybe it goes back to that, you know, this is my purpose in life. My one purpose is to to take care of them and to give them a life that I want them to have just to live out my purpose. That would be maybe a prettier way of saying that. Yeah, that's really powerful, though, that imagery of uh, what you shared with your kids crying and you in bed. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people, um, even if they don't have kids. Right. But we are going to shift gears a little bit to a little bit more some lighter topics uh, some more nerdier topics so let's get nerdy let's do it let's get nerdy what (laughs) are you nerding out about right now is there a certain book movie event Mm -hmm. tv show that you're really nerding out about i nerd out about game of thrones yeah Do you? Are you a Game of Thrones fan? I love Game of Thrones. (laughs) Love Game of Thrones. Uh, Are you all caught up? Yes. Yes. In fact, we have HBO just to watch Game of Thrones. 
week by week. We can't just wait for it to come out later. Um, I'm a huge Daenerys fan. Um, huge Tyrion fan. Major Tyrion fan. <laughs> well, love Tyrion. He's amazing. When you're nerding out about Game of Thrones, are you just really excited for the upcoming season? Are you in the middle of the books? What about Game of mm-hmm. Thrones really, like, gets you, like, oh, when's the new season going to come out? <laughs> it's probably just the twists and turns with the characters. I have not read the books. I am a super slow reader. So if I started reading them, I'd probably be reading them till the day that I die. My husband has read them. So he'll fill me in on a lot of the backstory that all the stuff that is not in the show or that they just don't get into, which is fascinating. The complexity of the characters. I love the strong women characters. That's pretty rare these days. So I get I get excited about just people. how oh, they just kick ass in that show. The most unassuming characters as well. Um, children. They just are kicking ass and capable of real destruction (laughs) right i love that they're not flowery fluffy happy little people you know they're just super conflicted yeah (laughs) yes they're all a mess i love it (laughs) you said something that really connected with me that i wanted to share with you george rr martin just gave an Mm -hmm. interview Oh, I can't find it. Oh, no. <laughs> Give me two seconds. That's all right. I like him. He's sassy. Every time people bug him about writing their books, he just gives them sassy right? answer. I am a fan <laughs> of him. Well, this kind of goes along those lines. An interviewer said, there's one thing that's interesting about your books. I noticed that you write women really well and really different. Where does that come from? And George R. R. Martin responds with, well, you know, I've always considered women to be people. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. And I I just love that answer because it's just... That's a really good answer. It's sassy and it's like, you know what, George R. Martin? You are right. (laughs) And you're awesome and I love you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, where could you possibly come up with the idea of a strong woman, That's you know? crazy. That's just insane. <laughs> Especially, like, I think the first book came out, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, about 20, mm-hmm. 20 or 21 years ago, where, let's be honest, there weren't a lot of strong female role models aside from Wonder Woman, maybe Supergirl. Oh, yeah, in pop yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, so... Getting back to superheroes, yay. If you had to be one superhero in a superhero battle royale where all the superheroes and villains across all the universes are put on Earth as it is today and told to battle to the death, who would you be and why? I would be Monica Rambeau or Spectrum. Okay. She was one of the Avengers. She would turn her body or convert her body into energy. I kind of think that's hot. <laughs> so, so am, am I getting what you're saying is if you're going to be in the Battle Royale, you want to look good before you die? <laughs> well, she's hot. Have you seen her? <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> and yes. Team 
record the <laughs> I love it. Like, I can't even take myself seriously with that name. <laughs> yeah, I, I like her. She's a cool character. And uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I don't know a ton of comic book characters. Uh-huh. I know what's been, you know, what movies have been made and stuff like that. But um, I liked her. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you liked her. So <laughs> this is a cool question that I've often had some uh, fun with. If you could train with one person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Bruce Lee, hands uh, down. I don't even know what other answer would exist. <laughs> he's he's badass. Come on. He's he is just insane. Have you watched him fight? Yes, I have seen an occasional okay. Bruce Lee movie now and again. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. He'd probably kill me. I mean, I probably would just not be able to keep up and he'd like tell me to get out of there, you know, just get out. But that would be amazing yeah is there is there anything in particular other than bruce lee being a badass that you uh resonates with you um i i actually like his philosophy his value of self-knowledge and if the more you know the more you know yourself and how important self-knowledge is if there's one thing that i've i've learned is that self-knowledge is important um Sometimes if I ever get the question like, oh, how did you lose weight or how did you, you know, get past eating disorder or whatever? Like, what did you do? It's always like I got therapy. You know, I mean, I figured myself out or I'm I at least tried to to overcome the lies that I believe about myself. And so his his way of thinking and communicating, communicating about um, his martial arts was very much it resonated me at a very deep level okay can you go a little bit deeper into that what about how did it resonate with you um what specific stuff did you overcome to like you said you overcame lies that you had about Mm -hmm. yourself how did you overcome those and if you want to share what were those lies that you then overcame i used to believe a lie that i'm not a runner uh that was one that I was told at a very young age by my mom and who had no, you know, ill intention. I think what she meant was you're never going to win the marathon. But, you know, there are thousands of people who are running behind the marathon winner, a lot of whom are very slow. They're still runners and they're still doing it and they are still trying to be healthy. And you don't have to be you know, the marathon champion to be an amazing version of yourself. And so that was, that was one of the early ones that I thought, wow, I, I have believed this my whole life, you know, that I'm not a runner. And it, what it did is it just pervaded my whole mind with, no, you can't do anything. You can't achieve anything because you can't do it perfectly. So you immediately feel like a failure, and then why try, you know? Why sign up for a race? You're not going to win. Those kinds of really negative beliefs that I think a lot of people carry around in them. That would be be the biggest one that just swept through my entire understanding of myself, and I had to brainwash my 
way out of that and and figure out who am I? What am I capable of? Well, amazing things, you know? I wish that had been the message I'd gotten. Yeah. So. Well, you know what I think is amazing? Uh, is an amazing message that now is out in the world and everybody is going to get is when you just said mm-hmm. you don't have to win the marathon to be an amazing version of yourself. Uh, yeah. As soon as we're done here, um, putting that as my Facebook status. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So, uh, now, in order to be the most amazing version of yourself, let's say you find yourself in a post-apocalyptic world, fighting for survival Mm -hmm. from predators, both human and animal. What do you do to maintain Mm -hmm. your level of fitness, and what one weapon would you want for protection? All right. I think I would do a lot of planks. (laughs) They're quiet, and I would imagine that that would be important to not be drawing a lot of attention to myself. I would do some yoga, not only because it's it would keep me extremely strong and agile, it would be quiet, and it would probably help my mental health in a, a scenario like that where I would imagine people would go crazy left and right. And then, like, probably some parkour-type things where, you know, I do a lot of jumping and um, throwing really heavy things, maybe some sprinting, um, anything that would help me, like, survive life. Um, If I need to strap someone on my back and sprint away from the zombie, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I would need to prepare myself for that kind of thing. So really practical type things I like love that. It. Excellent. Uh, w- <laughs> one weapon. Did you choose a weapon? Oh. I'm going to take my cues from Michonne from The Walking Dead and get myself a really badass sword. <laughs> Two. Two swords. <laughs> I think I think that would be the most useful and like versatile weapon. I can see that. I could cut a bear and eat it with that. You know, and so I don't know. I think that's it what I would do. also maintains your theme of quiet, don't draw a lot of attention to yourself style of training. Mm-hmm. Can't make a lot of noise with a sword. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like it. It's awesome. <laughs> I also geek out about The Walking Dead. Because it's a phenomenal show and it comes back in a month and I'm super excited about it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's no Game of Thrones. Don't get me wrong, but it it's probably, fun. It probably doesn't have HBO's budget. That's true. What is that, AMC? Yes. Lame. <laughs> okay, so uh, finishing up, just a couple things. Maybe you have some mm-hmm. practical resources for anyone out there. Do you have one resource, app, piece of equipment in the gym uh, that you really get behind takes you to the next level and that you can refer all of our listeners to. And of course, everybody, as usual, we will include a list of everything and links to where you can get it online when this goes up. Yes. I want to recommend a website and an app. Both are free. So my biggest resource, which I love, is Body Rock TV. Or now I think they've rebranded themselves as the Daily Hit but it's high-intensity interval training. 
It is awesome. You can fit a workout in in 12 minutes a day. It is, um, you can modify any of it to your fitness level. Their um, personalities on there are just nice. They're friendly. They don't yell at you. (laughs) And it's all free. They're on YouTube. I love them. I've dropped a lot of weight with them. I've gotten a lot stronger with them. Um, And so it's, Let's see. Try dailyhit, H-I-I-T dot com. And they used to be Body Rock TV. And I think some of their YouTube stuff is still, like, if you searched for Body Rock TV, it would bring you down. Yeah. It kind of leaves you with no excuses. You know, if you've got 15 minutes in your day, you can get fit with them. And so I love that. It makes it attainable. And then mapmyrun.com, I have their app on my phone. Um, It's free. You can download it, and you can map out routes around your neighborhood to run, and it tells you how many calories you're burning. It tells you what the distance. And so it's the one I use every day, so that's why I'm recommending it. Okay, phenomenal. All right. Mm -hmm. And where can people connect with you if you want to throw out uh, your blog address, or if people can find you on the tweeters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Yeah, I'd say the best place is Facebook, Team Awkward Milf. Um, I am more active on the Facebook page than actually writing articles on my blog. I've only got a few articles, and I'll share those through Facebook. So that's the best way to get all Phenomenal. Of me. Excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, last but of course not least, uh, what parting advice do you have for anyone and everyone out there listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast? <laughs> All right, folks. Here's what I have to say. You are your greatest resource. Everything you need, you already have in you. And Do not believe the lies that anything or anyone has ever told you that is going to put you back. And that's a choice you have inside you. Um, Speak truth to yourself. Speak truth to yourself that you can be who you want to be. And you have control over that. Um, So don't wait around. You know, don't wait around for anyone to make anything happen for you. It's all you. That, that's what that's I got. Excellent. That's a good <laughs> thing to got. All right. All right. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to say farewell to everyone, but I want you to stick around so you and I can have a brief conversation afterwards, okay? All right. Okay. All right, everyone. Great. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments for us or for Sarah, uh, hit us up on the website, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook. Workout Nerd Out. We'll catch you on the next one. As always, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send me an email at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at dumbbellsanddragons. Connect with us on Twitter at dumbbellsdragon. Also, our theme song, Roll a D6 by Assorted Intricacies, can be found on iTunes, or you can listen to it on YouTube now.